This is Double Exposure Show, co-hosted by Sophia Lemon and myself, Petro. Keep listening if you're a photographer, entrepreneur, or small business owner looking for actionable business and marketing advice and funny, off-topic rants. If you're not one of those, stop listening right now. Just kidding. Here we go. So like 5.45 for you? Yeah. No, actually, I got up at like 7. I went to the gym for maybe a little bit before 8. I've sort of been slacking off lately. Why is that? Lack of daylight? Lack of vitamin D? Vitamin- Mostly just laziness, I think. Vitamin daylight? <laughs> <laughs> that might be it. I finish up in, in the evenings. Like I finish at 5 and then it's dark and then I'm like... Uh, I should be in bed now. <laughs> like, it feels so late. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've just been lazy, like, the past few months, actually. So, hmm. who knows? Well, there's lots of What's attributing with factors. With me, not a lot. Um, well, and, and yet a lot. Right. Oh, I would have yawned a little bit because I kind of slept in today, too. So, for me, it was closer <laughs> to 8 o'clock, like normal people sleep in time. Well, actually... When I say normal people, <clears throat> let's face it, everybody who's listening to us is probably in the uh, 11 to 12 o'clock yeah. sleeping time because you have to be, as a creative, as somebody who had not a lot of responsibilities working for myself, there were days when I was like, it's 1 p.m. I should not have stayed till 3, 4, 5 a.m. last night. <laughs> I feel like half of my day is wasted. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> not not likely to get that anymore me is up around seven o'clock and uh when hannah's home she's pretty great to me she'll just kind of leave me in bed <clears throat> let me wake up on my own but if she's got to work then i gotta get up and i feel like a zombie that day today is kind of one of those days but for different reasons i just have a lot on my plate today and for some reason whenever i have a lot of work on my plate i get to it very slowly um, which doesn't make sense, but once I get to it, I overwork myself and it's, it's almost like I'm anticipating the busy days, the busy like schedule and I just don't mm-hmm. want to get to it. I don't know what it is. Are you going to be printing a lot over Christmas? I print a lot every day. Um, wow. so yeah. Why? Does it get particularly bad around Christmas? No, no, no. Well, no. I, not to the point where I, can, I would complain about it ever, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And if you hear the gurgling in the background, it's my kettle. I, a couple of months ago, I purchased a new kettle because I was fun, sick and tired of getting brand new ones every six, to, six months to a year. I use a kettle three, four times a day, boil water for mm-hmm. tea or whatever. So I finally bought a really nice one. And it's got a, a function that uh, you press the button to keep warm. And for 30 mm-hmm. minutes, it will reboil the water like every five minutes. <laughs> I forgot I pressed it. So you will hear that in the background maybe three, four more oh, times. Well. Yeah. Oh, well. The phone's already rang here. By the way, who the heck calls like a landline anymore? <laughs> well, why have a landline then? Ugh, good question. <laughs> it's, uh, you're not the first person to ask that. Um, somebody, somebody else was saying, you know, who the hell is going to call my landline? And I did ask them, I said, why do you have a landline then if nobody's going to call it? Well, in case emergencies, 
Maybe it's an emergency. You should probably answer the phone. <clears throat> so I, w- um, I will get to one of my biggest pet peeves, and, and it's when people don't answer the phone. Um, I don't answer the landline. Well, forget the landline. Any any <laughs> line, uh, you know. Oh, you wouldn't like me then, because I rarely answer the phone. I, I don't like that about you, because somebody's making the effort to call you, and the least thing you can do is at least answer and see what's up. You You're better yeah. off to just say, I don't have time to speak with you. Uh, call me back later, or do you mind emailing me or texting me? Be- That's literally the same thing I'm doing when I answer with a voicemail, except that they get to leave a message. Well, that's not true. And from my marketing perspective, and, and this is going to turn into a little bit of a rant before we get to our topic, mm-hmm. but um, being involved with the um, marketing side of things and working with people uh, I say pretty reputable and important businesses. One of the things that I teach people about is, um, for example, let's let's take a car salesperson in in a car dealership environment. Um, there are three ways that somebody can reach out to them in person by walking through the door, by email or text message if they have their their, their cell phone number, or by calling them. And one of the things that people do when somebody emails them is they always say. Uh, yeah, I have more information. Give me a call here. And I always say like, that's a big no, no. There's a reason why somebody took the time and effort to email you. They probably have your phone number. They're probably savvy enough to find your phone number and call you, but there's a reason why they emailed you. So you should always, always communicate with people by the method, which they initiated the communication with. I feel like we have differing opinions on this one. Well, and it's going to be another episode. And and that's and that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> you, you you can have an opinion about it, but it's it's a psychological fact that people prefer to communicate in the way they initiate the communication. In. Do you know? Do you have studies on that, or are you just saying that because you think it's true? Well, I have training and yes, hard copy studies <laughs> from my mentors on this. It's it it's factual, you know. It could be the demographic, if it's a if it's a sixty five year old person who's calling you to hire you for a wedding for his or her twenty three year old granddaughter. There's a really good chance the last thing they want to do is text you, you know. And and that's just one scenario. Uh, but teaching these people to communicate in in these ways, like listen, if somebody initiates a phone call. Communicate with them over the phone call. Don't say, hey, can you email me so I can email you back and vice versa. Now, it's different yeah. It's different if during the... there's a lot of factors. Well, you can think all you want and, and you can apply your own practice. What I'm saying is this is... This is... This This is how you do it? Not not just me. This is how a lot of people do it. This is how, this is how people should do it. This is how you should handle your business. Otherwise, I disagree. <laughs> otherwise, if you don't want to have people calling you, do not provide your phone number at all, period. Do not put it on the business card because that that's my biggest pet peeve. If you give me a business card, and then this is the whole thing I'm getting to. If you give me a business card mm-hmm. and you put your phone number on there and you don't imply, please do not call or, or like, you know, phone number just because I had no choice, um, then then don't expect me to feel happy when I call you and you don't answer. And, you know, 
So, uh, yeah, to be honest with you, though, like, here's the thing. Do you expect me to answer the phone if I've been in a car accident? Or do you expect me to answer the phone if I've gone into labor? Or do obviously. you expect me to answer the phone if I'm in the middle of meeting with another client? No, that's an unreasonable expectation no, and just, just, to expect someone to answer the phone at all hours of the day. So if you're calling someone and you're getting pissed off because they're not answering your call, then, well, frankly, you're not someone that I want to work with. You have to be able to call and leave a voicemail and sound pleasant in order for me to want to call you back and be a good vendor to you. I have to give attention to a lot of clients and I'm not going to bail on editing someone's photos because someone's calling me. I might be in the middle of a workflow. So I leave my phone on do not disturb and I have a very nice voicemail message, mm -hmm. which frankly, when people leave me a voicemail, usually the first thing they say to me is, I really love your voicemail message, which I think is a good way of starting that conversation. I just think it's completely unreasonable to expect people to respond to you immediately. And you should know that this is true because you don't answer my texts immediately all the time either. N nowhere in this conversation did I say you're supposed <laughs> to respond immediately. What well, I if you're saying that I have to answer them phone if you have rings, if you have saying. business hours i'm not talking about you sophia i'm talking about in general if you have business hours and or you know imply that you have a working schedule and somebody mm -hmm. calls you and you're available and you don't answer the phone because you don't recognize the number or they're not in your phone book that frustrates me because and and the issue here is this it's i don't mind if i leave a message and you call me back it's that when I leave a message and you email me, that's the frustration here. This is what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about <sighs> immediate answers or anything Sometimes like that. Sometimes I will email <clears throat> clients back if they've called me and left a voicemail because I'm not in a position to be making a phone call right now, but I want to give them a response as quickly as possible. So I'll email them and say, well, sorry, you're contradicting I can't yourself call you because right you're now. saying that it, there's no sense of urgency to answer the phone, yet you want to get back to them as as fast as possible. Yeah, well, if I have a client <laughs> who's waiting on Prince and they sound cranky or they have an issue that needs to be mm -hmm. dealt with quickly, then I want to let them know mm -hmm. that I'm not just ignoring them. I want to give them a response as quickly as possible, but I'm not calling them when I'm driving and I'm not in a position to be looking things up for Are them. Are you emailing them when you're whatever. driving? I might text them. Well, that... Siri's so pretty handy that way. <clears throat> well, I might so, text so here's them and the say, thing. sorry, You're... I can't answer the phone right now, but I'll be able to call you in 20 minutes. And what if they're calling from a landline? Well, and I guess they can wait if they're calling from right. a landline. So, and, and I mean, th this is th this goes a little deeper. And it, it is something that is just a big pet peeve of mine. And I, f I feel that people miss the point sometimes when I, when I talk about this. I'm not talking about, you know, having a sense of urgency to answer every phone call and... Uh, you know, oh, phone rings and oh my God, like, <clears throat> I find being... that people get so distracted when they adhere to that. Like I need to answer the phone when it calls. Well, if you're a one person business and you're answering the phone every time it calls and you're getting distracted, you're taking time away from your other clients. Yeah. You don't have to answer the phone immediately all the time. No, I answer my phone when it, when it rings, if I can, if I can, I've... I always well, answer. Well, obviously, yeah. yeah. And I've, uh, for example, I talked to Kendra about this at one point, and she said she'd answer the phone. She'd be working on something. She'd answer the phone. She'd end up having a half-hour conversation with someone mm -hmm. and then lose that half-hour of doing work. So now she's behind on all of her work. I'm like, why are you answering the phone? Yeah, and, and that's fair. <laughs> you don't fair. have to answer the phone right now. And that's fair. Um, so I was on The Knot. I've mm -hmm. 
done two rounds on the knot now and they send out like all sorts of um like tips like mm-hmm. this is how you deal with millennials and it's like <laughs> they send you a message on the knot respond to them within five minutes and i'm like that's not reasonable i'm not in my email like at 11 o'clock at night yeah. i'm not responding to people within five minutes that's outrageous and plus well, and that, it, and it's, it's during a work period and i'm surprised it's five minutes because it's i don't i don't think it's during i teach work 15 period. minutes i think what they are expecting is that people who run creative businesses just work all the time like you have your phone on you you have your email in your pocket mm-hmm. why can't you check it when you're out for dinner with your family <laughs> so and then you run into this thing like well let's communicate entirely by email hmm. but i don't photograph people by email i photograph them in person but you can communicate that's that's the thing it's it's kind of the same thing you i can communicate for sure for a certain to a certain extent by email but i can't i don't want to book people by email and then meet them face to face and find out that we hate each other well that's (laughs) Hey, if they're, if they're flipping the bill, whatever. No, <laughs> um, no, 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 no. You and, <laughs> That's and not you how should it works. you should, should be able better. to. I, I'm I'm not committing to to marriage there. You know, I'm committing to a short period of time, and I'm professional enough to uh, photograph yeah, anybody. Yeah, but the people who are assholes tend to linger, and they it's not <laughs> a short period of time. They'll be around for months, causing problems. Mm-hmm. So it's possible. Ugh, can, anyway. can you know that by meeting somebody in person? I mean, generally you can tell if you like each other or not. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, entertainingly, we are talking about, well, basically email today. So I told you that I wanted to talk about delinquent vendors. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's a thing that you've heard before, but I've met with a lot of couples and they'll say something like, yeah, like we emailed a bunch of people and no one responded. Like you were the only one who got back to us. I was mm-hmm. like, what? <laughs> I've heard this multiple times from people. Is mm-hmm. this a thing that happens? It is happens? a thing. It's a, it's, a, it's a huge thing. And um, how, how do people get fucking business? Like word of how mouth. do they work? Word of mouth. And this is what I'm... But they don't answer their emails. And, how do they... <laughs> well, some people don't answer their phones. Sophia, this is... Oh I my can, God. I can honestly tell you stories about many businesses and many clients. And like I said, I work closely with a dealership on, uh, with a car dealership on a marketing mm-hmm. level and yeah. I work with Ford Canada. And so the, their mandate is to answer an email within 15 minutes. And this metric is measured. Um, during business hours? During business hours only. So gotcha. uh, the, the dealership is open from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And if an email comes in at 7.30 a.m., the clock starts at 8 a.m. So you have until 8.15 gotcha. to answer it. And if it comes in at 7.59, believe it or not, you you have to answer it like before 8.15. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it comes in after 8, then you have until the next day, 8.15, et cetera, et cetera. And that seems kind of reasonable to me, mostly because at places like that, you have multiple people and you have people that's pretty much their job. Yeah. So the dealership I was working with uh, or am working with at the moment Um they they had many emails come in and nobody was answering them. Ah, so they, they just they just didn't <laughs> have. You know, and this is a typical thing with a car dealer. Now there are sometimes error human errors where uh, somebody who uh, sends a a note actually puts an old email or spells their own email incorrectly, and yeah. or it's a hot mail uh, and anytime a vendor emails back, it just gets put into junk and they never see it. 
Mm-hmm. So there are those uh, situations. Now, I had many of these situations. I had email problems all the time, which made me switch to a self-hosted email um, because I could at least monitor things, etc. So, what, what are you on? Are you like your emails through your web host? It's now or? through Bluehost, yeah. Gotcha. Um, in the past, uh, for example, uh, in the past, I, I had problems emailing Gmail addresses from my Gmail email. <laughs> so it was right. kind of interesting. So anytime I would email Gmail addresses, it just wouldn't go. Yeah. And I don't know why. I still haven't figured it out. I called Google and got nowhere. They basically said it's my, you know, I'm probably entering the email addresses wrong and and we were like, uh, no. I'm just hitting reply. I'm like, hit <laughs> people, I'm hitting reply. <laughs> like, they just emailed me. Like, it should work. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I have my, my email is hosted through, through Google. Through Google, so, yeah. Um, you email Sophia at sophialemon.com and it, it goes, it all works through Google, mm-hmm. which I really love because it just feels more secure to me than what I was on before. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I hated my web host. So that was a. <laughs> yeah, and that's fair. Easy. Plus, Google's but, going to be a lot more yeah. reliable by uh, yes, you know, and it's only five dollars so a month, much, isn't it? And it's, yeah, and it's so much easier to use. And I can hook hook it up to Tave. So when people email me from my website, for example, they depending on what they're emailing about, they'll get an automatic response. And then in my automatic response, I'll say, "I'll try to give you a call. Um, these are my office hours. Mm-hmm. Try to respond to emails within this period of time." much longer than 15 minutes but anyway um back to people not emailing you back um oh yeah i'm getting there so what happened what i've seen and i've observed a couple of um new businesses if you will uh where a client emailed them and because it just it was they were overwhelmed with it Mm-hmm. Because there might have been certain requests in there or whatever, they had no way of replying to them immediately. They had to think about it or make up a price or make up a quote or they don't have a price list. So they're like, oh, maybe I should make a quick price list to attach to this. I'm not kidding. This is this is how a lot of businesses are working. And I'm talking about businesses in the in the realm of photography business. What What's happening right now is we we do things backwards. Um, th- think of opening a retail store. The, the last thing you do is, you know, rent a space, put up a sign and hang an open sign in the window. What you do first is you, you know, prepare your inventory, purchase your chattels, like just get stuff ready. Um, you make sure that you're available. You make sure your open hours are, you know, whatever. Like if it's a restaurant, you buy dishes, you buy ingredients, you buy silverware, whatever. It's, use your own imagination. I find in the creative field of photography or other even creative outlets, what we do is first is we we get a website and we build a website and we populate it with a phone number and an email, but we have no resources that are ready for to, to deliver to people. So if somebody emails and mm-hmm. says, hey, I would like your wedding price lists, a lot of times people are scrambling. They're, they're emailing me or calling me and saying, hey, I just had a client email me asking me for a wedding price list. What should I send them? I'm like, send them your prices. <laughs> yeah. 
send them a note saying you're not ready to do business. You know, that's, that's what you should send them. Um, that's literally what, what's happening to a lot of these individuals is they're, they're just not ready to give the information and they put it on the back burner and they forget about it. And then a month later they might remember it, but at yeah, that point I, it's too late. You know, I think a lot of it is just disorganization. It is disorganization. Is yeah. It's, but it's only, it's only disorganization mostly. Even worse. So I have two people in particular, so I mean, I've heard this from clients, but then I email all the vendors that I work with on a wedding before the wedding. And there's two mm -hmm. vendors in particular that I have worked with, one of them just this year and one of them over the past few years. And they get an email every time I shoot a wedding that they're working at. Mm -hmm. um, so the one that I've worked with over the past couple of years, I think they responded to the first email. And then since then they have never responded to an email ever. Okay. The other vendor sends out and, Oh wait, there's a few vendors. Now that I think about it. There's a few vendors that do this. They send out an automated email saying that your email is important to us and we will get back to you soon. They don't. Three, three <laughs> vendors I can think of off the top of my head. Well, apparently I am not important at all because they don't get back to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they get back to potential <clears throat> clients, but they completely ignore my emails. Um, which is really irritating because they're getting a lot of emails from me. And every single time I email them, I get the same response saying, your email is important to us. We will get back to you shortly. Like they don't have any sort of like system that goes, oh, we received an email from you in the last 30 days. Maybe we won't email you the mm -hmm. same response. So annoying. I wish those existed, but unfortunately they don't. Uh, they do. They do exist. There's there's automatic autoresponders that know that you emailed in, in the last 30 days. Yes. <laughs> that I did not know. <laughs> um, so um, the one company, I was trying to get in touch with them because I need someone that does what they do in the Collingwood area um, for future jobs. Mm -hmm. And I emailed them, like not even about a wedding, but to ask them about being available for me to pay them, for me to hire them to do stuff. <laughs> um, no response. Went onto their Instagram, sent them a message through Instagram, no response. And I'm like waiting months. I'm like, my God, people, I finally sent them a message on Facebook. I'm mm -hmm. like, Hello, like, answer your flipping messages. And I bet you got an, uh, a reply right away. Finally, through like I direct messaged one of the girls mm -hmm. um, because we're Facebook friends. And I was like, do you guys not get your emails or something? Like I emailed you a few times and yeah, here we are. So what happened? Did, did she reply to you? Oh, yes. Finally. And, and what's the reason why they don't email back? Oh, I didn't get a reason. Okay. She just said, sorry. I'm like, oh, come on. Like, how are you people getting business if this is what you're doing? Um, uh, word of mouth. And, and do they from, not from phone even calls? read my emails? Probably like, not. Oh. Probably like, not, Sophia. Well, Sophia, she's just, this is, this is not important. So the, the, the biggest it reason. It is paid work. But here's the thing is these people are all in my vendor list. Mm -hmm. Do you think I'm going to recommend them to anyone? Well, it depends if they're really good at their job or not. 
No, I'm never going to recommend them because they can't be bothered to respond <laughs> to their emails. <clears throat> Even if they're super good at what they do, mm-hmm. if they are unreliable, I'm never going to recommend them to a mm-hmm. client. Because a client, as we have talked about before, client doesn't care, for example, if your photos are spectacular, if you're an asshole. <laughs> right. If they don't have a good experience, they're not going to like the photos, no matter how good they look. Well, I think what it comes down to the, is the fact that it's in nobody's job description, so to speak. It, they haven't delegated oh, yeah. that role to a, an individual and said, this is very important. <clears throat> you have to do this. And that's the biggest yeah. problem what, what, that people uh, experience with emails. So in your but role. This is your job. <clears throat> like if you're the business owner, if you're the only one running the business, it is your job. And that's the, that's the problem is, is people Ugh. spread themselves a little too thin. If oh, you're yeah. a photographer and you're really good at photography and you're an excellent image capturer, photographist, mm-hmm. call yourself whatever you want. The last thing that you should be doing is pulling yourself away from what you're good at. So if you need help with emails, get help. Mm-hmm. Seriously. For sure. Get your mother to help you. I don't care. Uh, get your wife, your See, spouse. Uh, but my mother would be so good at this stuff because she's like nice. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> get your mom to help you. <laughs> customer service level just went up exactly. by ten points. <laughs> She'd be so much better at the customer service than I would be. So here's my question: If if the if this vendor replied to you very short form. Um, mm-hmm. just kind of like, yes, sure. Okay. Thanks. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Would that be better than them not replying yeah, at all? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, now about the email where I, like I sent them an email asking questions because I'm like, I need someone in your area to provide the service that you provide. Mm-hmm. We have a relationship. <clears throat> what would you charge for this? Uh, asking specific questions about their job. No response. If they had responded like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, well, okay. This, <laughs> Clearly you didn't read my email. This proves my point <laughs> of what I said earlier uh, about not being prepared. The person who probably sees these emails is not the person who gets the, the quotes ready, uh, who decides how it's much to two, charge. It's two girls who run the business together. Well. They do decide what they charge. Maybe they have so to talk to each them. other. They don't have a boss. Hmm. Maybe By they the need way, a boss. they well, I got a response when I sent them a message on Facebook. Right. Um, oh, gosh, darn it. There was another component to this. I hope so. I can't remember. You talk for a minute. So delinquent vendors, when you said delinquent vendors, I was thinking about being delinquent with payment. Um, well. You know. <laughs> I don't know about that. I currently have a delinquent vendor who's delinquent by like 40 years already. Um, Me? No, you're not four years Is this yet. another one? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> still the same one? furniture store. Custom furniture Oh, for God's store. sake. And, okay. And so I called, I called a few times. So it's a husband and wife team that kind of run the business. And it's the wife that hired me. Is this not a small amount that they owe you? Very small amount. But, but it's just, okay, it's so on. frustrating. Like, I'm not yeah. going to write it off. I'm, I'm going to send it to a collection agency. Oh, jeez. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And the best part is the collections, uh, if it's under a certain amount, will do it for free. Um, huh. As part of your membership type thing, they, they don't charge you a percentage. So it's not even going to cost me anything. And long story short, they're going to wish they paid me because it's going to just create more hassle and headaches and I'm not doing like I've already waited four years right yeah anyways so what happens is every time I call the wife just pretends to be dumb and like oh um I'm gonna have to get Derek to call you back well 
Derek, you're not calling me back. Every time I call you, you're not available. Um, at some point, you know, I, I get you just don't want to pay your bill. And even though it's very little, it's not that they're unhappy with the images. They use them on their website mm-hmm. to this day. It's not that they're unhappy with their images because they put them into a printed catalog. It's the fact that they're just being, I don't know, dicks, I guess. <laughs> and there's, for lack of a better term and professionalism here, um, I will not, not only will I not recommend them, but I'll go out of my way to warn people not to hire them because of this. You yeah. know what I mean? And I've never had any work done by them. I've had zero, yeah. zero experience with the furniture that they make. And the funny thing is, I'm staring at a wall where I would love to put in some built-in bookshelves that I can do myself but don't have the time and figured, might as well hire a professional. The last person I'm calling is those people. Mm-hmm. And they could have gotten, you know, five, $6,000 worth of work from me, but they're not going to over a couple Which of hundred dollars. Like- paid the bill where <laughs> more than paid the bill right i mean give yeah. me a give me a discount uh just yep. give me credit and what you owe me that's fine too so <sighs> i wonder what's up with that like do they think that they don't owe you money like i don't understand i don't know i really don't know i i can't i can't even read these people because whenever i call them they're just so passive whenever i spoke to them in person they're just so passive it's it's kind of ridiculous <laughs> i remember what my other point was okay <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, so when I take photos, I send photos to vendors mm-hmm. so that they have stuff that they can share on their website. I have sent uh, photos to two local vendors recently, well, the last six months. And I've gotten emails back saying something to the effect of, I can't see the photos or I can't download the photos. This is what I assume the email said because... The emails were written in very broken English, but these are like native English speakers, like native, mm-hmm. like they're Canadians, like they were born, like their English is perfectly fine. So like not the emails they sent back were not full sentences. And like I could <laughs> difficult, like I can't <laughs> see or like I don't download or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just emails that didn't make sense. And so I'd email them back and be like, uh, like trying to be super nice. Um, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> what exactly are you having trouble with? Like, what story the of my that you're running into? So that I can, life here? So I can friggin' help them get the flipping images so that they can use them, and then no response no. since. So they like, they hey, probably figured it should, out since. Well, I was just like, you people should not even have email addresses mm-hmm. because this is really bad. I agree. And that's what I'm saying. If you don't want people to email you or you suck at it, take it off your website. <laughs> Just <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Um, yeah. Seriously, I, I, on my website uh, for Pedal Boss, I do not have a phone number because 99.9 percent of the people do not call, and the people who do call, they do want to talk to you for an hour. They really yeah. do because they're just looking for a friend. Um, I have my phone number in some places, but not a lot. Um, definitely not on my website, right. but, and, and for my photography website, the phone number's on there for any of my photography stuff, the phone number's on there, but for, for my e-commerce store where you are taking the time to go online and purchase something on the internet, yeah. you know, you're not, you're, it's not a, it's not a telephone order kind of, kind of place. It's so I, yeah, I, that's sort I, of place I that. generally, that yeah. sort of place I'd generally rather email, um, mm-hmm. if I am going to get a response back, but. And I get emails every day. 
and and, and I reply yeah. to them within 15 minutes. Uh, and even even if I'm watching TV, I'm uh, just kind of winding down or something. If I get a notification and it's not it's not a movie I'm engaged in, I'll reply. But so I'm working with this one couple right now, and I do not take too long to answer their emails. Like at the most like 48 hours mm-hmm. because I didn't answer them over the weekend kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so the bride will email me and then the groom will email me asking for a response on the bride's email. And then the, I'll respond to the groom and then the bride will email me asking the same question. So I'll send her the e- copy and paste email saying, Hey, this is what I just sent wow. to your husband. So the remedy for this is to, when you reply to CC the other person. That- I, I do. Every time I send them an email, it goes to both of them wow. and then they'll both respond separately. I don't think they should be oh getting married. God. That's just <laughs> oh they no they're really good together. That's just my opinion. <laughs> they're really good because they don't they don't yeah. communicate. So there's never an opportunity to fight or argue. I love it. Oh That's the God. secret recipe right there the to point, lasting marriage. The point of this email is fucking respond to your emails, people. Mm-hmm. Like for God's sake, and don't use auto responders unless you're using them appropriately. Do not use them. So. This is my take on auto responders. Do not, do not, do not send an auto respond, like a vague auto responder email that just says, I appreciate your email. I will get back to you shortly. Do not set that up. Do not do it. The only auto responder that you should use is when you're on vacation. And you're telling people, hey, I'm gone from this day to this day. So if you email me from this day to this day, don't expect a reply until this day. If you need. That one's fair. Add in my, there if you, if you, this yeah. is if this is a urgent matter, call call this person, this person or email this yeah. person instead. You know. So I have autoresponders for sure. If people email me from my website, they're looking for wedding photography. They get the wedding autoresponder. Okay. If they email me for family photography, they get the family autoresponder. They're two different emails, and they only get them once. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, they email me again from my website looking for family right. photography. But you know, I've I mean. gone as far um, as to. Um, having a drop down menu of the reason you're emailing me yeah, uh, as yeah. when you when you're looking for a price list that a price list was automatically included in the autoresponder and that's yeah that's an interesting idea yeah and and, and, it, and it, I was very successful at booking those people because not only was I one of the very few people who responded to their requests their email requests but I responded right away or at least they thought it was right away and it was very easy to do <laughs> I'm starting to notice that all of the stuff that I'm doing to like set expectations is working because the last, well, the couple, last couple emails that I've gotten from couples looking for wedding photography has been like, hey, we want to get together yeah. to talk about wedding photography. I'm like, yes, you didn't just email me looking for a price list. <laughs> and that, and that's why I started just doing the autoresponder price list because I didn't feel it was worth my time to no, it's not. engage with people for hours and then be like, oh, do you want to hire me? Do you want to hire me? Do you want to hire me? So Yeah, um, but figuring out how to send out the price list to the people who are asking for a price list and send out the meeting request to the people mm-hmm. looking for the meeting request will be like too much of a pain in the butt. So I just send out like the, hey, I'll give you a call <laughs> soon. <laughs> that's basically what my email is. It's, yeah. it's longer than that, but that's basically what it says. <laughs> so, 
But and I also ask for their phone number when they email me from my website, so they're kind of expecting that I'm going to call them. Yeah, it 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 always it makes me makes me laugh a little bit when people don't post their prices on their website, um, and they're like, you know, call for price or email for price or no, I don't give up prices online, whatever. Like it just doesn't make sense because. It does. Though. It it doesn't to me because we're there are legitimately people who live in this area in the Owen Sound area who undercut prices. That's what they do. You but they were, someone sends they out an email to five. What your price is. Someone sends out an email to no. Someone sends out an email to five photographers. This photographer will say, "Well, what price did all of these other people give you?" And then they'll just just undercut. Right. Like their price is obviously not based on. But that's like that's not anything. your client. It's right? just I'm gonna I'm gonna charge less. Yeah, for sure. So I'm gonna charge. Yeah, but I don't publish my prices on my website. My and, and that's fine. But they're weeding out those clients me. for you. You know what I mean? If Ugh. if somebody's price shopping and and a third party is helping me weed out those clients by undercutting me and and taking them yeah. on, fantastic. That said, that said, if I'm emailing like these people a couple times, like friggin' respond. Like <laughs> if you never respond to an email, I can see if you've read it. If you've never responded to an email, just email me back and say, hey, we went with someone else. Like cool, thanks. Yeah, it makes you look stupid by constantly trying to you know get a response. Um, a lot of people have a hard time kind of turning things down or letting letting people down gently, if you will. The, you know, the hilarious part is that they open the emails. I'm like, don't you want the emails to stop? Like, <laughs> they don't know how to they, they don't know how to how to how to say that. Um, how, how to be like this is this is funny. You no, said we it. found it's, someone else. It's not. I, I hate the term millennial because it generalizes everybody. And it's the the issue is not millennials. It's the average consumer in the millennial generation. Ugh, it, it, they just happen yeah. to fall in the millennials generation. So I, I, I do not hate millennials. I do not hate anybody really, except for people who don't pay me. And By the way, millennials are a lot older than people think they are right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, like millennials are not twenty years old these days, are they? Is that not? No, they're, they're like mid. What is it? Generation Z or something? Uh, like who knows. The point is who fucking knows it's it, it, the point the point here is you're going to get to it uh, I want to make my point and I apologize that's, for no, that's, you off. I've I feel like the entire episode I'm I'm good You're good <laughs> I said what I needed to say Yeah well, I, <laughs> Answer your emails and don't send out auto responders go on Yeah so about <laughs> auto responders uh, absolutely okay. do not use them they're, they're terrible they they imply that you don't give a shit because there's mm -hmm. no pr people know when it's an autoresponder so yep. i've i've stopped using autoresponders unless i'm away and i need to let people know oh, i'm away sure. and i'm not going to get back to them yes that makes so sense so i used to have a price list uh, in the autoresponder i stopped doing that and i just published yeah. my prices for everyone to see because i actually received probably 40 to 60% less inquiries after i published the price lists yep however i ended up booking nine out of ten people who emailed me yeah. so where i used to book one out of ten i started booking nine out of ten so i was working yep. less getting more clients if you if you think about it it's all about ultimate efficiency right now i am very bad at emailing people and that the reason for that is because I have way too many things so I'm looking at my email client right now there's one two three four five six seven 10 11 12 13 different email addresses that are going into the same inbox <laughs> in my inbox there is currently 37,149 messages I'm not exaggerating and 200 unread no 218 okay. of them are unread uh, now these out of these 37,149 messages a lot of them are like pure later notifications that I mm -hmm. just 
search for for the term pure leader and then command all move to folder whatever so um or just delete you can, like make up like automatic uh it's like it'll automatically move them no sometimes sometimes it moves the wrong ones it's it's Ugh. it's just silly so I, I i like it this way and i used to move things around empty my inbox but now i just keep things in my inbox just because it's mm-hmm. easier to back up i just back up my inbox folder and i mean the search function is fantastic so mm-hmm. but i'm terrible at replying to people uh because out of these 217 unread i'll be lucky if i get to them today and if i get to them today I might miss one and not reply to you right away. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. I need a better system. I need a better person to, to handle my outgoing messages. Now, I do have the VIP folder where I added a bunch of emails. And whatever emails are in the VIP folder are the emails that I get back to all the time right away. Mm-hmm. So like um, most of my clients are in the VIP folder, people I deal with on a regular basis, vendors, etc. Now, I am delinquent all the time because... A lot of times I will read your email or text message and I don't have an answer for you or I don't want to answer right now because I'm just waiting for an outcome on something else. I do have read notifications enabled on my text messages. So people will text message me at like noon and they'll see that I read it at 12.05 and at 6 p.m., you know, I might get back to them or I might forget and get back to them later or the next day. Quite often, they'll just text me again being like, hey, what's up? <laughs> it bothers me when people text me at 12 o'clock. And at 12.05, when I read it, at 12.06, like, they, they send me a question mark. Yeah, I hate the question mark text. I just want to delete them from my contacts and be like, I don't want to talk to you ever Who does? <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing this. Um, so, yeah, anyways... Um, my, what I wanted to say is a really good way to, um, combat Mm -hmm. this is to, to figure out the most efficient way to communicate with you, uh, and your vendors. So for example, it, it, your clients, if they're getting a hold of you by a certain type of medium, communicate with them via that medium, unless you need to email them a price list or a photo. So if somebody calls you, call them back, don't email them back. I, I, I strongly believe in this. I think this will reinforce good customer service, et cetera. Um, <clears throat> the number one thing you need to do is be prepared. So if somebody emails you and says, hey, I want a price list, have a price list for them. If uh, they say, hey, are you available on Thursday, the 16th of uh, you know March of this year? have a way to check that and tell them if you're available or not, you know, don't, don't be like, I don't know. You know, um, if you don't book that far ahead, tell them, I don't book that far ahead. Don't just ignore them, you know, get back to people. That's probably the best thing you can do is get back to people. Uh, having a no as an answer is better than having no answer at all. You know, like it, mm-hmm. um, I feel like I've made some good points and, uh, covered them and went over them. <laughs> I don't want to sort of kick a dead horse here, um, but uh, if you have if you have any suggestions on how to improve things, let us know because I'm constantly looking for for ways to you know make my workflow more efficient and things like that. Oh, and the last thing, this is what I wanted to say: if you're not very good at this, get help. Um, mm-hmm. There are third parties. Like I did for a while actually have an Indian assistant. And when I say Indian, mm-hmm. I didn't hire an Indian uh, individual. I 
hired somebody in India. It was a virtual assistant that I was paying $6 per hour worked for. It, yeah, why, where do you find these people? I, I, this, this service doesn't exist anymore. What, what the, the issue for me was that it took them three times longer to do things. So mm-hmm. it ended up costing me $18 per hour. <laughs> so I just got local help. Uh, I hired kind of like a co-op field placement student and paid them $15 per hour to do all the emails and all the backing up. And if somebody emailed saying, hey, I lost a picture, they would be the ones looking for it. And she she put in two hours a day uh, of doing that kind of stuff and then one hour a day doing, I don't know, random stuff around the studio where, you know, if we were low on coffee cups, she'd run out, grab coffee cups or whatever. So... Um, I was spending about 50 bucks a day on this because there was always, you know, like I reimbursed her for parking if she drove, um, little things like that. Um, and I'll tell you right now that it freed up a ton of my time and Mm -hmm. I was able to book more clients. I probably had double the work that I had without her. So that $50 a day, I didn't even notice. I actually saw more money come in. You know what I mean? So the old term, you got to spend money to make money. It's true. It's it's a fact. And the biggest issue is 99% of you who are listening to this are not going to do this. Maybe even more than 99%. And the reason for that is you have a really hard time of letting go. Like every time you and I talk about outsourcing work, people don't do that because they have a really hard time of letting go. And if they do yeah. let go, they micromanage it to death and it just... yeah makes makes it's a it's a recipe for disaster so Mm -hmm. um if you want if you don't want us to talk about you being a delinquent vendor (laughs) get help that's all i have to say you've been listening to double exposure show thanks to benjamin edward for our aardvark ben sound for our theme music and thank you for sharing this episode with a friend Don't forget to join us in the Double Exposure Show group on Facebook. And if you like what you've heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Until next time. Get to work.